think sometimes when you look at the steps and you're like, oh, self-publishing it, I was honestly intimidated. Um, but once I just took it away and I was like, okay, let me just do this small step, putting it on the computer, you know, let me just edit it, you know, and then it just started coming together naturally. I think sometimes we're just afraid to even start and, um, you know, and then it holds us back when we look at like our long-term goals. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, my guest is a writer and a publisher of the book called Lose Me, Last Kissa, and A Love Like Ours on Amazon. Welcome, Melissa, to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. And we just found out that we kind of live near each other, which is crazy. And I'm just like, oh my God, fellow Torontonian. <laughs> really close yes <laughs> well melissa before we get into your your journey of writing these books please introduce yourself to my listener uh so my name is melissa da silva um i've been writing since i was about 18 and i decided to self-publish three books um in the last year or so i'm 30 and i live in toronto <laughs> Well, tell me how you got into writing, because I love hearing it it was either something that they were doing such a young age or it was, you know, they learned from somebody else. Tell us how you fell in love with writing. Um, so I've, I've been writing since I was 18 and, um, at the time it, I didn't have the intentions to self-publish. It was just more of something I did to kind of like process my own feelings. And then I had like, I like, I'm like, I have this whole box of things that I wrote, like I should really do something with it. And, um, I decided to self-publish, um, a book. Each book is based on something different. Um, but it is based on my real life. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So tell us the books that you've published and what are they about? Um, so the first book I published was called uh, Lose Me. It was about a toxic relationship that I was in. Uh, I would write, to, I feel like I write to kind of process through things and how I feel. Um, it's kind of been like therapy for me. So the first book is about a toxic relationship that I was in. And then I published A Love Like Ours, which is um, a love book that you can kind of dedicate to somebody you love. It's kind of like you can use it as a card and then it has poetry in there and you can also write your own dedication to the person. And Last Kiss is about um, losing somebody. So like grieving, uh, losing somebody you love, And tell me the process of books, because I I think I've been saying this, it's long overdue, of course, but I've been wanting to write a book and I feel like now I can't even do it at all as a new mom and 
having this little side hustle that just bloomed. Um, I, how do you get started? Because is it just ideas come to mind? You, what's the process like? Because I feel like I'm not the only one who wants to start a book, but there's many other people out there who are contemplating on doing it and just don't know where to start. Um, I think like you should just start writing. You never know what it, what, like what can come of it. Right. Like I, I kept all my stuff there. I write poetry books. Um, but I always kept what I wrote. I like have a bunch of papers that I just wrote stuff on. Like some of it I didn't use for my book, but some of it inspired other, other pieces that I did. Um, so I think the best thing is to do, sometimes you don't think that like writing something down is important in the moment, but then when you look back at it, you can inspire your, your future self, you know? So I think just getting started, like just write something down, even if it's an idea or like my, my one note in my phone is like filled with things that I write. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like my note page is like all this information. And a lot of people tell me like, why don't you start like dictating like what you want to write because I have I I have a learning disability so for me it's a lot of struggling of where to start like a lot a lot of authors had advised me just well if you write five minutes a day you'll have like a full book by x amount of months or weeks or whatever it is and I'm thinking I don't know if I could do that still like (laughs) it's hard to keep that momentum going I agree. I I do agree. Honestly, sometimes I don't feel like writing, but when I'm inspired to write, I can, I can just, it just comes to me and it comes naturally. So I feel like when you're inspired, you should definitely work on it at that time. And what inspires you to write? Um, honestly, very different things. Sometimes I'll listen to a song and um, it'll, it'll, it'll inspire me to write something or sometimes even when I watch something and I had a similar experience or I can relate to that experience I can write something about it or if I'm usually what inspires me is like when I'm sad about things I notice it comes writing comes more naturally to me as well and sometimes at night I've I've woken up and written in the middle of the night too <laughs> Wow. See, like, that's what I love to hear because, you know, we don't hear enough of other authors, how they come up with stories and how they generate all this, you know, amazing content and put it into a book form. So it happens where middle of the night, you're thinking about something and you just got to pull out the pen and paper. Exactly. Yeah. You never, you know why? Because sometimes I'll think of something and if I don't write it down, it, it's lost forever. I don't know what it is, with me, <laughs> but I can't remember. I have to write it down in the moment that I think of it. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. <laughs> and have you ever looked back at your publications and say, you know what, maybe I should have added this or I should have taken the, that out? Because does that, like, I, I know I've heard that people go through so many drafts and it goes to another person, another person, and then they kind of just take a little break, go back to it. Have you found yourself in that rut of like, oh my gosh, I need to redo this whole thing, or should I just keep it? Or has it been easy for you? Or um, the first one, I did um, do some drafts and then republished it. Um, like you can add a new edit to the book, which I did. Um, but other than that, and other than in the beginning, I didn't change anything because I felt like when I wrote it, like I felt like I was done with it at that point.
point. Like I wrote everything I had to write about and, and to me it was, it was done and it was, well, I said what I had to say and it was done. <laughs> I can imagine because you're working on this for the first time and you're really like, uh, okay, let's just get over it. I'm done. I, I, I understand that because you want it to be perfect also, but then you're like, let's just put it away and let's get it out there. <laughs> Yeah, but I also I wrote up, um, it took me about five years, because I was writing during the relationship. So really, when I when it came to self publishing, I already had everything, it was just kind of like, well, what story did do I want to tell? Like, what did I learn from it? I have lessons in my in my book, lose me of what I learned, and I learned uh, the importance of loving myself. Um, so I kind of wrote, um, during the relationship after, and then like years after. So it captured all of that in the book. That is fascinating writing during the relationship. And after that's pretty cool to keep up with that and to really look back and see what has happened in detail form. You're like, Whoa, I I I'm wowed out by it because to me, it's like, to have the capability to just keep writing about what's happening currently and then after and all that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's funny because I actually changed my perspective on a lot of things in the beginning of the book. I'm really angry. I'm like really angry at this person. And then towards the end, I almost kind of like learned to forgive them because, you know, I learned to love myself and I was like, you know, I took responsibility for where I messed up in the relationship too. So you in the book, you get to see like the transition of that as well. Through this whole journey of writing, who's been your biggest support system? Um, oh, that's such a good question. I would say um, my sister, and I have a, a few good friends that support me and like purchased my book. And like one friend even like, bought my book and she put it in like little libraries in her neighborhood, which I, I really love. So I really appreciate it. Like anyone who supports you in your hustle, like they're good friends to me, you know? Oh, I agree. I definitely agree. And it's sometimes hard to get that support. And have you ever felt like you wanted to give up during this whole writing process? Because, you know, for me, like, well, the good thing is I'm so passionate about podcasting that it's been almost three years and over 670 episodes, but I wonder if you've gone through that phase of, you know, I just want to give up or you always had that passion. Um, in the beginning, I wanted to give up because I was like, oh, you know, what are people going to think about me? And like, when I was like, when my book sales weren't doing that well um I kind of wanted to give up but then I was like you know what like no like I really if there's something that I enjoy it's writing like and I didn't realize that before until I started doing it like I can do it and like time passes like nothing that's incredible and when that moment happened was there somebody who was supporting you when the time that that during that time where you just wanted to give up um, I think it was me. I think honestly, I don't want, I want, I don't want to like say like nobody helped me. There were people that supported me, but, um, I think I was the one that kept myself going to, if I'm being really honest. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because even with my side hustle, I've always thought like, should I close up shop? Should I not? And then, you know, you, you take that time to reflect and really see, okay, 
where am I going to take it? So understandable when it comes to your own self realizing, okay, I need to keep this going or I give it another shot or whatever the case may be. So, you know, it happens when it takes ourselves to take that reflection and see where we want to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to keep yourself going. You got to keep yourself motivated because I, I really feel like no one else is going to really do it for you. Oh yeah, definitely. And if it's something that you're passionate about, you are the one that chooses where you want to take it. So glad that you were able to overcome that. And what inspired you to create the second book? Um, I had so much, so much poetry that I wrote in, in my, in that little box that I was like, oh, I had first, I was going to publish everything in one book. Um, But then I was like, you know what, that kind of happened uh, different in different times of my life. So I was like, I'll just write a book about grieving and then write a book about a toxic relationship. And then I wrote another book about like more of like love, love kind of poetry. Um, So I feel like there's different like vibes with the book. That's why I decided to separate them. And for the third one, because now you have a third one, what brought you to create the third one? A love like ours, I believe is the third one. Uh Uh-huh. You know what? I, I don't write about love a lot because I don't, I feel like I'm more inspired by my sadness. Um, so I just wanted to like, but I thought the ones I wrote, I really liked the ones that I did write about love. So I decided to just put it in a book. And it's kind of like, um, instead of buying a card, you can just buy your partner this little book that has like little love book, uh, love poetry. And then you there's also in the front cover, there's a place where you can write a, a poem of your own to the person you dedicate the book to. And what advice could you give somebody who's looking to get into writing? Um, I would just say to start, like just if you have an idea or, um, you know, nobody needs to write, like nothing needs to happen to it, but at least write down your ideas, write down, like if you want to start a book, write down the idea or write down the first, start the first chapter, like just start. Because I feel like if you really are inspired to be a writer and you start doing it, I feel like you'll continue it. If you really love it, you'll continue it from there just naturally. And how has been the self-publishing experience? Now, what did you find that going with a publisher versus self-publishing? I find that um, I only submitted my book to an actual publisher this year. So I am trying for that, but I feel like self-publishing is a lot easier. You can take it into your own matters. You can publish your book. Um, You do have to do a lot of the advertising and the book cover and the editing. That's all on you, where I think if you go with a publisher, they would take a lot of that off your hands. But I do um, enjoy the process of learning through all of that. I've learned a lot. I learned how to, you know, design a website. Um, You know, for my book cover, I used Upwork. Um, There's been a lot of networking, especially with editing and finding people to do things or learning. Um, So for me, I enjoyed the experience of learning all these different things that I, you know, wouldn't have learned without it. Good to know. Good to know. Cause I've always wanted to figure out the difference. And of course with self-publishing, you pretty much can do whatever you want. And then with a publisher, 
it's like, if you want to take it to the next step, you got to invest the money and the time. So this way it can go all over the US, all over the world, all over the country. Exactly. But I think you can still be successful even when you self-publish. Okay. Yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, for those listening, considering of writing, like, you know, everyone's got their own experience when it comes to self-publishing and uh, going with a publisher. So I I love to hear, uh, thank you for sharing that feedback, of course. And, you know, what's next for you? Are you planning on continuing writing some more books or a series or something? Cause I feel like you could do a series. Uh, I am, I have a third book coming out. I don't know the release date. I'm still working on it. Um, which the third book is about like, um, dating I'm single. So I'm dating and I've written a lot of things about that. Um, and the lesson of that book is like to have set more boundaries for myself. So that's the, one of the books I'm working on. And I'm also working on another kind of journal book about like how to love yourself. And it's more of a journal. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, I really love how you got into writing and how you're continuing to write and using those experiences and putting into a book. And do you ever fear like, I know you mentioned at the beginning when you first started, oh, maybe what are people going to think about me? But since most of your books are based on what you've written with your personal life, do you still have those doubts of like, oh gosh, like if I, if someone gets their hands on this book, are they going to think this certain way of me? Because it's pretty much your life into a book. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that way because that um like I don't feel like I'm the same person who wrote the book like once I'm done with the book like I when I write it I'm a completely different person because I'm writing from my experience from like in the past you know what I'm it's like my future self is writing about my past yeah um so I feel a lot different and I don't feel like I'm the same person and I think I'm just a little like I'm more confident in it because I'm just like you know what it happened it's a part of me and I feel like Um, you know, I learned so much through the experiences that I'm not like ashamed of it. Oh, yes, for sure. And what have you learned about yourself through this whole process and as an author? Oh, my God, I learned so much. I learned um, to have forgiveness, um, to be kind to myself, uh, to love myself, to have compassion, and be patient. Basically, like it, it helped you grow, like you've mentioned, and it's very therapeutic to even journal and write in general. Cause I know going into therapy a couple of times, it they always tell me, like, write things down, try to release those thoughts and put it out there so you can feel better about yourself. But of course, there's it's not for everybody, but I can imagine the growth that you've gone through with every single one of your books and you're just going to keep going, which is great. Yeah, it's, there's always a, a lesson in every situation, you know, even if it sucks, like there's always a lesson in it. So I always try to take away the lesson. And I feel like, um, you know, people that read my book, they might see themselves in the person in my in my ex, for example, or they might see themselves in me. Like, I feel like even you just reading it and relating, you'll you'll find you'll like I feel like you can relate to it somehow. 
Which is great. And I love that. It's like when we watch TV shows, you feel like you could be relatable to certain characters and also books can do that too. And they can help you paint that picture and make you drawn to it even more. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So what is the future for Melissa and your, your writing? I know, I know you said you're coming up with another book and you've got other plans, but what's the big picture in the next 10 years? Um, I would really like for me to be just writing full time. <laughs> That's like my dream <laughs> to be writing full time um, or becoming like a motivational speaker or like somebody who, in, who can inspire other people from, you know, their story. That would be cool. I could see you doing that, becoming a motivational speaker. And, you know, you've grown a lot, like you've mentioned. So that could be something you can definitely speak about. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully I can motivate people. (laughs) And any writing workshops you have in mind or, cause I feel like uh, there's so many ideas are coming into my head. I'm like, wow, you can, you can do quite a bit. Uh, I don't have a writing workshop, but I do have a self-publishing, like a step-by-step guide on how to self-publish on my website. If anyone uh, is interested in that. Um, it's really detailed and it, it literally goes through every step of, of publishing, self-publishing on Amazon. Fantastic. And I noticed here on your website, you have a 10 journal entries to achieve any goals for 2022. Oh, yes. And I have that journal entry too. Yeah. It's like a printout that you can write on as well. Tell us more about that. Um, I find like it's really hard to kind of stay on track when, you know, everyone has those goals in the beginning of the year and it's hard to stay, stay like on track with them. So, um, I created a journal that you can kind of check in with your goals because actually when I first started self-publishing, I wrote it in a journal and I said this, I'm going to do this this year. And I did it. <laughs> so I feel like you have to, you have to set goals and check in with those goals and, and say like, okay, what did I, where did I fail? Where can I succeed and go from there? And I noticed that every time at the beginning of the year, I don't even set resolutions at this point. It's more of goals and long-term goals and short-term goals with everything that I'm doing. So when it comes to New Year's resolution, the typical, I want to lose weight. <laughs> yeah (laughs) come on people let's just be realistic is it gonna happen or not (laughs) I believe that I think you have to be realistic with your goals like you're not gonna set a goal that you're you know you're never gonna meet you're just setting yourself up for failure but at least like you can set a goal like okay you know what I can work out for like five minutes or whatever it is you know what I'm saying like do small things to to meet your goal even if it's small steps at least you got started (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, it just, I think it's like after two weeks, they apparently fell off the wagon and that's it. They're trying to figure out, okay, let me uh, reattempt on this New Year's resolution with the biggest one is trying to lose weight. But if you're in Canada, of course, there's lockdown restrictions. So what are you going to do with that New Year's resolution? (laughs) I know it's true. And there's so much snow outside right now too. So. <laughs> exactly. So let's be realistic with these uh, new year's resolutions. Well, Melissa, what else could you, or I should say, what could you advise for 
a younger person who could probably be listening to this with their parents and want to start writing. Cause I, I, I've had interviewed young authors and it's really interesting what they advise, but is it the same advice you would give to an adult, same to a, a younger child? Yeah. My advice to anybody who wants just start, just write it down. You don't have to do anything. Just write, just start it right, write down, like, you know, get a notebook and write down your ideas or write down your chapter or your characters. It's just to start. You don't have to do anything with it. That's how I got myself to do it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it on my computer and put it in a, and then I'm just going to format it into a book. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes when you look at the steps you're like, oh, self-publishing it. I was honestly intimidated. Um, but once I just took it away and I was like, okay, let me just do this small step, putting it on the computer, you know, let me just edit it, you know? And then it just started coming together naturally. I think sometimes we're just afraid to even start. And, um, you know, and then it holds us back when we look at like our long-term goals. Uh, but I think just write, if you have an idea, then just write it down. I agree. I agree. And I love what you said. And basically it's just, just do it. Just do it. Just don't, I, I should be doing that myself. I should start writing my own book, but <laughs> I I've been <laughs> contemplating it. I've been trying to figure out where to start and how to do it and the format it. And then now with everything else around me changing, it's like, Oh, okay. Do I have time for this book? But for those out there who are just thinking about creating a book, just do it, just get writing. And you'll realize that eventually in a couple of weeks or a couple months or halfway through the year, you've got a book already ready to go. And you're able to self-publish your work and just put it out there, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. You know, just write the first chapter. If you have the ending, write the ending, whatever you have, <laughs> you know, just write it down. You never know. Um, you know, you might start thinking about it and then continue writing, or you might, you know, it might teach you something else. You know, you might learn, oh, I don't really want to write about that. I don't like that idea, but it might lead you to another idea. Exactly. Definitely. And it's true. If you even got the middle, write the middle, it will all connect as you go. And then you can make those changes. But Melissa, this has been fantastic. Where can the listeners find you and find your book? Uh, my books, all my books are on Amazon. Um, my name on my social media is mds.rights. And my website is mdsrights.com. And the free step-by-step -step publishing guide is on there. I swear it's free. You just need to sign up for my email list, but it, it's a good, it's a really good um, PDF to learn to self-publish. Perfect. Well, all that information is going to be in the show notes for all of you. Thank you, Melissa, for your time. I really appreciate it. Perfect. Thank you for your time. I enjoyed speaking with you today. Well, to all my listeners out there, thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to, to a, a little, little bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. Angelica. With Angelica.
That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.